0: It's Two Guys Around Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. We appreciate you joining the podcast. Today, we are fired up and wired up, man. Because why? Because we got American Auto Wire joining us today in the podcast. And I'm telling you, man, when it comes to wiring, wiring capital S, capital U, capital X sucks. Oh, it's (laughs) terrible.
1: Amen. Oh, you know, I don't know how many cars I've rewired, how many wiring projects I've done or whatever. And, uh, you know, after I've gotten in the zone and I'm just doing it and I've got the whole map in my head, you know, it's not so bad. But, man, I give myself a little bit of time and it's like, here comes another wiring project or another Mm. fix. And it's like, oh, man, I got to get in the zone again. Oh, my God. You know, and some of these things are just a rat's nest of, you know, age and cluster, (laughs) you know, people have gotten in some, some of these projects and vehicles and just... Man, it's a mess, and you don't know where things are going anymore, and oh, you
0: just want to tear it all out. Yeah. You just want to gut yeah. the whole thing and start from scratch. And sometimes that is the best, smartest, wisest move to make It's just pull all the junk out. I bought a car one time, and every wire in it was blue. Like, the whole damn car <laughs> was blue. I'm like, what What in God's name happened here? You know? You don't do the, you know, the tape, and you start reeling it back, and you're like, I've got seven eight nine i've got nine blue wires what is yeah. going on you know it, it you find just mistakes like that and i really honestly this is one of those companies that i've found out about from our tv show years and years ago and ever since then i have resourced these guys on my radio show i got them in so many of my cars their highway 22 kit i'm telling you man it takes so much of the headache out of the equation for a guy like me that hates wiring like you could pull my teeth man i mean you could shave my beard i'd rather have that happen than wire a car right but i'll tell you they make it as easy and as simple as possible now that being said you still have to wire it (laughs)
1: yeah like you said i mean at some point it literally is it's better to just gut it and start from scratch but it's not you have to sit there and you know go to a fuse box and and put every little wire and and just the whole thing it's like no you just pull and yank and unclip right back it out to yeah. the source remove that sucker right put the new box in string all your wires click 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 bang yeah and you got brand new you got full function you got all the right colors typically you have all the right labels right telling you where this goes what it's for right you can just Go down the line a little bit and say, oh, this is my alternator wire. Oh, this is my tack wire. Oh, this is from my electric fan. How wonderful is that, man?
0: Yeah, man. The, the only thing that's difficult about American Auto Wire is if I don't have my readers. Like, I shouldn't say that, but sometimes if I don't have my readers, I'm like, ah! <laughs> but aside from that, man, they really do make it easy. It's such a relief. And because, look, I come from the Mopar world. I'm, I'm a Mopar guy. I have a, a few Chevrolets in the camp because, you know, I, I enjoy the Chevy brand, too. But Mopar guys, I don't know what they were thinking back in the day, man. Running everything through, you know, an amp meter up front. Yeah. And, then, you know, they had terrible, terrible wiring and just goofy things. You know, it's just like, ugh, it's easier so Sometimes just to rip all that out, especially when you go buy somebody else's project, somebody else's car, and they've clipped and harnessed and spliced. And, you know, the other day, I got the 60 Bel Air I'm working on. I literally found a wire that had like eight splices just from the engine compartment into the cab of the car. I'm like, oh, my God. They spliced off this thing freaking, you know, eight different times, you know, and butt connectors and just garbage. So things like that will ruin a day for you. Absolutely. Those tight wiring issues become nightmares down the road because you get those connections, they wiggle and come loose. And all of a sudden that's not working. You don't have a proper ground. This isn't working. You know, you got fires starting. You're like, what, what the hell is going on?
1: (laughs) Well, that's the big thing that makes it frustrating between a mechanical failure and electrical failure. Typically the mechanical failure is, kind of doing the same thing all the time it's making that same noise or the same clunk or you know it just isn't going anymore but man you get a wiring problem sometimes and it's like boy you hit a bump in the wire ground or the connector that's crapped out right it shorts out and you're like well there goes my headlights you know and then all of a sudden poof, there they are again it's like you can't track it down if it's not fully broken you know and it right, just right. it drives you nuts and you know i'd say even if uh somebody hasn't gone in and, and really you know hammered up a wiring job, you know, on a vehicle or whatever, you get any of these older cars, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years old, I mean, it's just aged out, right? Corrosion, you know, the casings kind of cracked up, like, you just don't get the same ground, you don't get the same, you know, low resistance through the wires anymore, and you're just asking for problems, and like you said, I mean, it's a much easier job than you think, because most of these kits, right, a lot of them are exact... You know restoration like connectors and everything on there so you don't have to do wiring you just have to you know run the little string over here and connect it you just got to connect stuff right mount a box and connect the wires up you know the tricky part is trying to get some of these things fed but you know a little determination you pull up some carpeting here and there and man you can get about 90 percent of it uh pretty solid pretty easy
0: yeah, well, you're looking at complete, and I mean absolutely complete, upgraded electrical systems for all these old cars. And when you're you're thinking, you know, man, I got a ripping LS in my, you know, my 77 Trans-Am with a 4L80E, and I'm going to put all this badassery in it, last thing you want to deal with is a butchered wiring harness. Get one that's got all the bells and whistles, and we'll talk to the man behind the company, All right, here in just a second. Don Bach, he's the R&D manager at American AutoWire, and he'll join us next on the Two Guys Garage podcast. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast, he is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and we are fired up. Man, we're talking wiring today, you guys. I'll tell you, wiring is a pain in the butt. we got to give a special shout out, New Hampshire Oil Undercoating. Find them online, nhoilundercoating.com. If you want your ride to last, this is the stuff you need underneath your car to fight corrosion because it's a killer.
1: Well, I tell you what, I mean, the OEs have done a great job making a lot of coatings and things under there a lot better, but I tell you, you spend any time in the winter with all these salts and brine and man, give it a couple of years and you're still seeing the door jams, right? The bottom edges of the doors, your pickup bed, you know, all that stuff under there just starting to rust and corrode out, man. You get with these guys, NH oil undercoating and, uh, whether they sell you the DIY or hook you up with a shop that takes care of you, make your ride last for a long, long time and makes it safer too. I tell you what, yeah, working on an old rusty car, that's not fun. <laughs> I've done that yeah. for way too long, man.
0: Uh, nhoilundercoating.com. Check it out. You know, I'm working on an old rusty car that I'm bringing back to life right now. And, you know, we got Don Bach on today from, you know, American AutoWire. And This is no joke. This wasn't even a setup. Kev got our boy Don on, and he literally, like, told me American AutoWire Wire was coming on, and I got one of these kits in my freaking 220,000 mile Dodge Durango that I'm doing right now. Like, here it is. That's the wrapper on the wires this my friends is the instructions like you get a that's a thick set of instructions everything you need to wire your car right here and look man if you can see this bag right here every wire even the pink ones tell you exactly what they're for what they're for you don't have to figure it out
1: (laughs) oh it's so huge not only for installing it but anytime you got an issue right being able to know that I've got a continuous wire from this point all the way to the other end, checking for continuity, like what the issue is, it makes diagnostics so much easier. So why don't we bring on the man. This guy is so awesome. We've worked with him for, I don't know, 10, 15 years now. uh, Doing so many on the show and outside the show. Don Bach, R&D Manager at American Auto Wire, man. Thanks for coming on, man.
0: Hey, guys. Don. you hear this? You hear this? This this might sound familiar to you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That is a massive bag of your stuff, man. And I gotta tell you, I'm dude, I'm not just a member. All right. Or I'm not just a president. I'm a member. <laughs> it's one of those scenarios. Like, dude, I'm telling you, you make a fantastic fantastic wiring kit for us guys on this end like a lot of times man on the radio when I run into hot rodders I do a big car show out here in Colorado it's got you know 20,000 people a couple thousand cars every time somebody has any question about wiring I always send them to you guys because you have you have got it down not just got it down you made one of the most difficult things about a car build really simple as simple as it can be and I, man, I'm appreciative as hell for that.
2: Well, we appreciate it. It's uh, everybody calls wiring black magic, and it really isn't if you understand what's going on. And we try and make it simple, as you said earlier, um, for everybody involved.
1: How many different SKUs do you have? Because right to get to get grounded, you guys have you know pretty much the OEM restoration versions, which are. I mean, almost, if not identical to what came in the factory. So if you want your car to look exactly like it you know, came off the line, that's the way to go. But then you have upgrade kits. So a lot of us, right, are throwing in LS Motors and Coyotes or, you know, at least upgrading to fuel injection with pumps and fans. Hem- I mean, some people are doing Himmies. I don't know who Hemis, those guys are. Himmies.
0: But- <laughs> <No, Hemis. laughs>
1: Uh, and then you Yay! got you know universal <laughs> kits that you could put in anything that you don't have a particular model for you know different hot rods and roadsters and you name it. I mean, how many different variations do you guys have for for the consumer out there?
2: Well, uh, I can't tell you, Kevin. the um the OEM restoration stuff we we start around forty seven and we go through to eighty one on the GM products and that's we're primarily General Motors on the OEN. If you got a sixty nine z twenty eight that you're doing a concourse restoration on, we can help you out from point A to point B, and the stuff about as original and exact as it can be. Um, you know, there's we have a lot of the original GM tooling on a lot of the connectors and the fuse boxes and the lamp sockets. There's a few exceptions, but 95%, 98% of the stuff is spot on. Um, we use a little bit different wire than GM used. GM used PVC back in the day, but we're using the, the polyethylene crosslink. link uh, high heat wire, which is a much better product, much safer for your builds. Um, but yeah. with all the right colors and the right coverings and the right t- type of tapes where they're supposed to be. And that, but now if you're doing, um, you know, Will, you're talking about being a Mopar guy. You, you, I don't know if you're aware, but we have four new Mopar kits. Now we've got the, the Hemi or the, uh, the, uh, the CUDA e-body kit from 70 to 74. These are all updates. We have, uh, a body kit that does all your dusters and darts and demons give me b body give me b body i have 68 to 70 b body
1: Yeah, <laughs> we, got we got a
2: happy guy in the, yeah. in the house man have them yeah. all and there and we've we've even tooled a lot of the original chrysler connectors on that stuff so it's it's used wow. a lot of the you know the wiper connectors and some of the ignition switch connectors and whatnot um yeah
0: because those were odd those are tough to find man you know how many times i've gone to a pool yard and harvested those from an old you know an old car or truck or something i'm like oh i need the connectors need this need that i love the fact you guys provide that in some of your kits that you know exactly like it was from the factory you can't tell i mean that's the way to go if you're doing a concourse build or something gonna show off man
2: yeah there's a lot of a lot of unique connections on those things and we do handle all that and it's and it's all upgraded stuff, too. The, the fuse box is upgraded with the uh, ATO style fuses. Um, depending on the application, different fuse boxes are used for different applications. But we use um, the, the, the bulkhead connector that we use is, is one that we have tooled. And it goes out in the uh, same location as the original bulkhead connections out there in the firewall wow. with the firewall disconnects on it. So it's, it's very complete that way.
0: Yeah, that bulkhead is always a true indicator, especially yep. for Mopar guys. You looked at the third bulkhead because that's the one that comes back to the ammeter. That's the one that's always going to burn. All that plastic be melted. it would be spliced into. Sometimes they'll just run a wire straight through it. That's the oh, that's the go-to when I'm looking at, at a Mopar. I always look at that bulkhead and go, okay, let's see. Yep, it's melted.
2: <laughs> uh, it's funny that you mentioned that. The ammeters have always been a problem, and um, none of the – aftermarket kits will support an amp meter and there's a reason for it Ammeters, generally speaking were a little bit of a hazard shall we say and i'll leave it at that um you know a, a voltmeter is a much better solution uh to the situation because it's fused and it's a low amperage deal where the other was in parallel to the charging system and um you know we 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 address that in all of our instructions that we don't support it and there's companies now that you can send your original gauges to and they'll convert your amp meter to a volt meter if you if you're trying to retain that that stock look and then there's a lot of people making aftermarket gauges for the cars that kind of look stock that utilize a volt meter instead of an amp meter so well, well we'll bolt up to all that stuff So are
1: you trying to tell me that melted wire and fire is a bad combination with a car?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> what? Yeah smoke coming out of your wires is not a good thing, Kevin.
1: I'm still curious as how do you get all that smoke in the wire in the first place?
2: <laughs> it's not a good thing. At all. So, what would you
0: say is some of the biggest mistakes people make when 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 looking at wiring a car? I mean, you you guys got to see and have so many people call you and just be like, "Help, help, help." I'm sure you've seen it all.
2: Well, it's interesting because um it's always fascinating to me that a guy will spend twenty to thirty grand painting, doing the body and paint on his car, and he wants to try and take his original harnesses and he wants to clean them and he wants us to sell him con- terminals and connectors because he wants to, he wants to repair his fifty-year-old wiring harness and retape it because he thinks it's okay, and we're like, no, that's not good because it's PVC wiring. Uh, Kevin alluded earlier to the fact that the, you know, that the casing on the wire, when you if, you don't, if you've if you got an original Survivor car and you don't touch the harness, it'll probably be okay. But as soon as you start moving things around, you're cracking the jacket on the wire, you're allowing air to get in there, you're creating a high resistance connection, and that's going to create smoke and fire eventually. It's not a good thing. So one of the things is, is if you're doing a really nice restoration, you're doing a, a nice pro-mod car, you're doing a custom car, you always want to put all new wiring in it. And the big thing with our yeah. is, They're very complete. We don't cut and splice things. We give you connectors and connections, either factory or male and female mates that you can mate to your original stuff so that you don't have to cut and splice 60 or 80 wires. Because what's the heck's the sense in having a, a, a brand new wiring harness and cutting and splicing 60 or 80 wires? It doesn't make any sense. You guys
0: also give the, the length that they need. Nothing like getting a wiring kit right. from other companies and the wire is too short to go from A to B. And you're like, what, what is going on? That's something I always appreciated from you guys because, you know, a lot of us guys want to route it in a way that you can't see the wires and have it in places that normally it probably wouldn't go from the OE or back when the hot rod was built. But you guys provide Every single piece component at links that gives you the ability to move or position the wire and the routing you want. Not you know, not you're you're using every single you know centimeter of the wire to get it just to there. <laughs> I, got it. I can almost get it, it's close. Yeah. I
2: just a little harder on it. That's the great thing about those systems. I, I tell people all the time when they call and talk to you about things. You can give the same car to 10 different guys, and 10 different guys are going to wire it 10 different ways, and they're in a single one of them that's wrong. It's just different. Different guys are trying to achieve different things. When I do a car, um, it depends on the car. If I'm doing a pro touring car, I'll use a lot of the the, um, uh, the TechFlex-type uh, braided tubing on it because I like that look. It's, 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 it protects things well, and it, it hides things well, and it does a nice job with it. When I've done a lot of my own stuff, when we did my my, my 72 Chevy pickup is the one that we used when we did um, the classic update for that truck. I laid all the harnesses in, laid them all out, did them, and I pulled them all back out and I taped them like factory because the truck was a factory truck and I wanted it to look factory. And when you opened the hood and looked at that when you were done, it looked like a, the real deal. It did look like it belonged there. It didn't look like uh, an upgraded system per se, but it was upgraded with all the the, all, all the good components and everything that goes into doing that and that's the beauty of our product
1: yeah like you said i mean th- that's kind of the nice thing uh you know the car world it's got personalization to it right and wiring is no different especially when you're doing a custom you're doing your own you know your own vehicle the way you want it like you said how you how you wrap it how you route it i mean those are just small little details that everyone can kind of put their own little mark on right it's kind of cool but then you have exactly. your, you know, your your OEM restoration, your classic update kits. At least a lot of the ones that I've, you know, used in the past, they came with a lot of the switches, right? Like your ignition, yep. you know, your your dimmer, you know, your high beam switches, etc. So, you know, all that stuff goes bad too. So, getting, you know, at least a majority, if not all, those things in the kit, it's a no-brainer that everything's going to go together, it's going to connect up, it's going to go where it should, and it's going to
2: work. There you go. Yeah, a lot of the. One of the things with our product, it's it's a complete solution in one package. There are some kits that we don't give switches on because there's, uh, one of the new products that we've got that we just released a couple weeks ago was the 68 to 76 Corvette Classic Update Kit. Um, I mean, if you've been to any shows, you've been to SEMA, whatever, you're seeing a lot of these cars on the pro touring circuit now because there's so many people making suspension systems for them and, and, and everything else. So guys are at to handle well to begin with, let's face it, and then, you upgrade the stuff so it was only natural for us to do a harness for it. Um, there, The the headlight switch on that is unique because it's got the vacuum ports in it for the hideaway lights. Well, we, we didn't include that with that system because if you're using the fixed headlight thing, we can sell you a headlight switch. But if you're using the, the original vacuum switch, you've got to use an original system or one of the reproduction switches or a new old stock switch that'll allow your headlights to operate. So we couldn't give them a switch on that particular one. And maybe a couple of the Mopars, I think a couple of the Mopars with the rocker switch. And I think even those, there's somebody doing some of the uh, reproduction switches on those. But one of the things that's nice about that is we did tool the connectors to go onto those Mopar switches. So it's plug and play. You don't have to cut and splice your old pigtail Into the harness. We did tool those connectors for you. That's just awesome.
0: All right, man. So look, we got so much more to ask you. I can't believe it's already been, you know, 20 minutes, and we got to take a break. So. Hang on, we'll be back with Don American Auto Wire. Go find them online during a quick break. Whatever you need to do, man. This is a company and a great resource. Not only that, man. When we get back, we'll talk about different applications, different platforms. They have an amazing tech blog. A really a great resource just to find and you know troubleshoot certain problems and issues. We'll talk about it next. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast with Kevin Bird and Willie B. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. And we have the man, Don Dunbach. Dun, 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 uh, he's the RD manager from American AutoWare. I'm telling you, this guy <laughs> This guy will be like that dude that you roll up to and throw your arm around. Like, thank you, man. Thank you. When you see him in the next car meet. Because they really do make something for me. I, you know, I like building engines, I like going fast, I like doing suspensions, all that stuff. Wiring is not something that I look forward to in a build ever. It's like something that I like, uh, yeah, today's wiring. I got to
1: pull out a voltmeter. I'm
0: starting to have
1: a bad <laughs> yeah. day. You know, I like to connect stuff right. and I like to fire it up and I like to go, right? Right. <laughs> if I'm switching that thing back and forth like ohms, you know, continuity, voltage, right. I'm like, right.
0: "Oh god. Just give me a beep for Christ's sake." <laughs> So, Don, man, um, you know, being the R&D guy at American AutoWire, you've probably seen some – well, you've probably seen some crazy wiring issues, problems. Yep. You probably, you know, get calls on a bunch of issues and problems. What is the most common problem people call you with?
2: Oh, wow. There's there's lots of them. I mean, we just had one the other day. Um, I was actually – and I actually was wiring the car for a guy, a fellow that bought one of our classic update kits for a 57. And I went over to his house. He had had somebody start to install it. And I started getting into it. And I'm like looking at his electric fan. And I'm seeing all this stuff wrapped. And I'm like, I don't like the way this looks. So I cut all the tape off mm-hmm. and pulled it. And the guy did put a relay in the system. But he used the trigger wire from our harness as the main power load wire for the relay. And I said, you know, Defeats the purpose of the relay. Why, why,
0: why, why even have one? Yeah.
2: <laughs> so that that's relays are a huge thing. I mean, you know, the, the big thing with a relay is you're looking to to take a, a 15 or 20 amp constant load off your main system and switch it out for a 2 amp load as the trigger for your relay, and then wire the relay directly into your battery. So relays are really important. That's any kind of a high draw, constant draw item like. Um, a high amp uh, fan or a hydro fuel pump. If you're running fuel injection, that type of thing, those should always be done through a relay. And a lot of the systems already have them built into them. But it's good to know.
1: Well, how many relays yeah, do you that's... think are in a modern car now?
2: Oh my relays? god! Yeah, wow. lots.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> handfuls. Lots. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, more relays than hairs on both of our heads, Bird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, doubt. no <laughs> doubt. Oh yeah, like you
1: said, I mean you know a lot of the cars back in the day they didn't have a lot of high amperage stuff right and you start adding yeah. a big fan you start adding some big you know efi fuel pumps etc um i'm sure even some of your you know uh, audio stuff starts to get you know pretty high load and and uh you know, you got to go you got to go the relay route you got to get off that main circuit so you're not you know running big power through the inside of your car and through little switches where you're going to have lots of issues right
2: yeah, you're going to have issues with that. Yeah, we, we've we've had people come back to us with ignition switches that were burned up, and I take a look at them, and like the, the battery blade on the ignition switch is like blue, you know, like mm-hmm. all the platings melted off of it, and it's blue. And I'm like, what were you running in this thing? And, oh, <laughs> don't don't tell. I, I I had it wired right. I said, okay, so tell me what you did. And they had the electric fan wired directly into the system. Well, it's going to a battery source. Yeah, it's going to a battery source, but not the right battery source. Right,
1: right. Yeah, man. Now, now you have relay kits, right? So if people want to upgrade their existing, uh, you can hook them up with everything they need to do it right.
2: Correct. Yep. Yeah, we have several relay kits. Uh, we have a lot of uh, ones that are specific for fans, and then we have a general relay kit that works real well. Our part number five hundred four seventy nine is a that, that's a good universal relay kit, and it gives you everything you need. Comes with the the fuse for the for the load circuit and connections and everything else. It's good good value.
1: Well, walk us through real quick because you got the the OEM and you got the classic update kits. Yeah, uh, and that comes with some of the the relays that you need, right, for the more modern type setups.
2: The, the classic update kit doesn't actually come with relays, and the reason we didn't put relays, I mean, it comes with a horn relay. It comes with a late model horn relay to re, to remove the you know your older cars. You had that metal can out on the core support. And we've eliminated that, used an inline GM horn relay inside the car so that you can clean up out under the hood of the car a little bit. Um, as far as other relays, we don't include them. And the reason we don't is because depending – you know, there's so many different fans today, Kevin. You, you you and Willie do all this stuff. You install a lot of the stuff on the show. So, um, you know, there's, there's fans now that are 30-amp, you know, rush-in that, that run at 18 or 20. And then there's some that are 70-amp rush-in that run at 45 or 50. So, you know, you don't want to, you don't want somebody to try and use a, uh, a 30 amp relay on a 70 amp fan because I don't care how good the product is. It's going to fail, you know? So usually most of the fan manufacturers are supplying you with the relay that you need for their product. Um, in the instance that they're not, um, we have our relays that we can sell folks, um, and there's real good instructions in there, like that the general relay that I just mentioned has probably eight or ten different scenarios in there of, of where you would use a relay, how you would use it. And with relays, you can also use them as ground trigger. So
1: Sorry, what happens you know, between the, the upgrade kits, the universal
0: highway builder, Power Plus what? Highway 22, man. That's what I've been trying to get yeah, in here. And just you, you, go with the Highway 22 kit. It's universal. <laughs> it's awesome. It's got everything you need. It's got long wires It's got connections. You tell them what you want. They'll get it to you. It's the best Highway 22. Remember it, y'all. <laughs> oh man, you got to
1: put this guy on your commercials. dude
0: <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, like, use the Highway 22 kit. It's great. Well, I'm. I'm that's why I'm going, man. Because there's so many different
1: options, and uh, 22 is awesome. But then. I know during the break he mentioned a 22 plus. Yes. So what is going on there, man?
2: Well, we've been listening to a lot of you guys that use that particular product and some of the things you'd like to see that are a little bit better, and we did that. Um, The the 20 amp relay that's on that board now can be triggered both as a a feed or a ground trigger. Uh, We updated the wiper circuit to 20 amps because a lot of the newer wiper motors uh, weren't five or ten amp wiper motor they a lot of the newer manufacturers are using a higher amp motor so we're putting heavier wiring and a a heavier fuse in there for it it's coming with an LED no load flasher now so that if you're running LED lights you don't go to flip your turn signals on and they don't work and you're like okay what did I do wrong well you didn't do anything wrong there's not enough amperage on those LED lights to pop the bi-metal on the flasher so it comes with that now all included
1: well I mean you got to go upgrade you got your old 22
0: You got to get a plus. I know, man. I'm sitting here going, oh,
2: all that's
0: good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Well, hey, one reason I always go with the Highway 22 kit is because, you know, and and being on the radio, I get a lot of people that call me on my garage show and, you know, they'll just ask what kit is a good... All around, I got A, B, and C as far as accessories go. I want to do this. I want drivability. It's street strip sort of set up, blah, blah, blah. And I'm always like, dude, just go to American Ottawa. Grab the Highway 22 kit. You can't go wrong with it. It has everything you need. A great part about these guys is you can tell them what you're looking for, and they're always there to help out. And like I said, they're a great resource before the break. So if you got questions or if you have special, you know, I want – uh weather pack or i need this video i need this they'll help you navigate all of it
2: we have a really great tech group there i'm glad you said that because they're they're really really good they're really good at helping you what you need yeah, so man. that's always a.
0: have called them before i didn't tell him who i was but i definitely called him <laughs> he's afraid <laughs> <laughs> i know i don't want to sound dumb but can you help me
1: with this problem oh. Yeah, here's yeah. what I did.
2: <laughs> well, you're going to like the new instructions on the Highway 22 plus two. You like the instructions you got now, you're going to like the new ones because they're even better and more colorful.
0: Yeah, man. I like colors. <laughs> yeah. So a- again, man, this this is one of those kits I'm telling you guys because a lot of people, you know, they'll find their their dream car and everything is meticulously done. And I don't care what your budget is. I just mean the attention to detail that you spend on your own build, right? And it could be the baddest ass, you know, eleven hundred horsepower engine. It could be something that's got, you know, three, four, five hundred, but you want you want drivability, you want longevity, you want to enjoy this this car that you got so much time, passion, and energy into, you will never go wrong by getting one of these kits because it removes so many problems and issues, and wire breaks, and all this old wiring over time. I mean, especially I live in Colorado, and the wires out here they they dry rot. You could literally, you know, take something that I find in some of these old pool yards or boneyards, and you could with your fingernail scrape the entire you know insulation off the wire. Everything is right. dry rotted, crumbling off. You you flick it like like that. And, you know, it'll knock off all the insulation. You got bare wire exposed. Nobody needs those type of headaches or issues with their car. This is always the smartest way to go. And the layout, how they do it, oh, it's so easy. Like, they give you the front harness, the rear the rear harness. They give you everything. It's labeled. Like, it makes it so easy.
2: I would say that um, the, the thing to, to look for when you're doing it, between the OEM restoration, the classic update stuff, and the universal stuff like the Highway 22 – The classic update stuff is year and model specific. So if somebody's building, a, 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 let's say, a 70 CUDA and they're putting a late model Hemi in it, they can go with either the Highway 22 if they're trying to hide it, or they can go with the classic update. The classic update is going to give them more. It's going to give them correct taillight sockets and extensions. It's going to give them a lot of the correct switches, that type of thing, and correct switch connections which the Highway 22 won't because the Highway 22 is more of a universal system. So that's really the thing to consider um, when you're looking for a wiring system is, is define what your project is, and then if there's a, a, a system that's available in a classic update that's specifically for your year and model car, that's usually a better value than going with the other two products.
1: Yeah. It's all about what you're trying to do. Yeah. So figure out, you know, yes. what are your ins and outs? What What's the goal on your project? What are you trying to accomplish? And yeah, give these guys a shout and they can steer you in the right direction. So like I said, the best value with the most content, maybe it's looking more like an OE, maybe it's full on custom and I want it to be this way instead. Um, that's what's great about, you know, working with these guys is right. They're there to kind of cater to the different styles and approaches and projects and, you know outcomes that we're trying to achieve right
0: yeah man 100% i couldn't agree more just knowing how helpful they are um, they really—I don't know who does it—but they pride themselves in in the customer service help that you know I have called them and, uh, and and gotten before. So just being on that receiving end, uh knowing what they put into it, I, I'm thankful you guys have such a commitment to it. And keep on, man, keep on breaking these off for us and Mopars and Chevys. I mean, I guess if you want to do the Ford stuff, I guess yeah, I'm not buying it. But you know,
2: somebody is. Yeah, somebody <laughs> lost a bet. Yeah, I, th- um, I, th- I think we I think we have a few. <laughs> Those too, a couple Fords, yeah.
0: <laughs> you can go to their website. What is your website so everybody can, you know, use this not only as a resource, but if you're thinking about it, you could put it in your application. You can put it in what car, what you know, setup you're trying to build, and they'll they'll start walking you through the application that's right for your car. So it starts on their website. What is that?
2: www.americanautowire.com, just like it sounds.
0: It is a great resource. We utilize it often, and and that's how much we think about it. It's the go-to for us. So I definitely recommend it, AmericanAutoWire.com. And, look, don't forget about our show, man. You'll see stuff like this. You'll learn, watch, and see us do stuff like this. It airs weekends on the Motor Trend Network. Check your local listings. Episodes also now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand, which is a great way to get us, especially if you're stuck at home. Uh, Thanks to our guest, Don Bach. That was awesome talking to him, my man Kevin, our producer Scoop, and our executive producer Bob Ecker. Yeah, and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. We got tons of great
1: content down there. We got a lot of video footage from the show. And don't forget our social. We're everywhere Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Two Guys Garage. Two Guys Garage Podcast is copyright 2020 Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved.
0: There you go, man. We appreciate your time. We'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage Podcast.
1: that's right. We'll see you guys.
0: Two Guys Garage podcast
1: is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.